Hello, welcome to Understanding and Interpreting Your Dreams. Again, I'm your host, Ben Atkinson, and I'm so excited to be with you. Again, I just love dreams. I love studying dreams. Um, before, in the previous session, we went through all, a lot of Bible verses about dreams. Uh, there's a plethora more we could have went through, a whole bunch of dreams. However, for the sake of time, I want to get you through this. Um, next, we want to look at the different types of dreams. Um, and I'm gonna, we're going to first look at dreams that are directly from God. So let's jump right in. Um, these, first of all, there's dreams that are directly, different types of dreams, dreams that come straight from God. Um, and then there's dreams, I believe, are from the enemy. Then dreams that are vanity. And we're going to look at that. And then dreams that you cause to dream. We're going to give biblical examples and we're going to look at a false dream and dreams from the soul and then a combination of all of those. Okay, I know that might seem a lot, but let's take this step by step. First, dreams directly from God. These dreams may or may not be symbolic, but the dreams usually has a sense that it's from God. It's it's not just a random dream. Matthew chapter 1, verse 20. But after he considered this, an angel appeared to him in a dream and it said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what she has conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. I mean, this is clearly the Lord speaking in a way to help Joseph really the, he he knows this isn't a random dream. This is from the Lord. There's a what? How do we know that? Number one, it's answering a dilemma that's inside of Joseph right now. It's something that was frightful for him. Uh, the second thing is it's 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 against what he was thinking. So a lot of times the Lord comes in. Remember, He corrects us. He's helping put us on track. So this is against Joseph's thinking. I can't do this. I'm just going to divorce her quietly. And the Lord's like, no, 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 no. It's important for you to know that I'm in this. So first of all, there's a weight. Second, it's it's correcting a way that he's thinking. And so, and and there's a sense of peace that comes with these dreams. You wake up and go, okay, I know I can do this. Okay, so there's a there's a weight, there's a presence, there's a peace. It, it helps God speaking to us. And there's there's a lot of other ways we can understand this and and let me just say this last part is it's over time over time as we're we'll learn to know oh that dream was from the lord versus it wasn't just like when you're learning to hear the voice and those dream it just increases and increases and increases so those are some important reasons there again the next is dreams that are from the enemy and where is this in the Bible? These are dreams which come from the enemy to pull you away from God's plan for you. Paul says that we combat this by casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We bring every thought captive into the obedience of Christ. Psalm 91 verse 5 says, You shall not be afraid of the terror by night or the arrow that flies by day. Meaning the enemy is trying to go out through thoughts through uh, terror, through 
whatever he can. He's a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So sometimes the Lord gives frightful, I'm sorry, not the Lord, (laughs) the enemy comes, well, the Lord gives frightful uh, dreams. He did that to Abram. Abram went and had a frightful dream about what was going to happen to his people in the future. However, there's the enemy is trying to deceive, to hurt. We know that he speaks in such a way that's harmful and tries to scare us, to frighten us. In the same way, while we're sleeping at night, that terror can come upon us as the enemy tries to really hurt us. Okay. And number three is dreams that are vanity. These are a culmination of your mind's thoughts. It's important to remember that we have the ability to think. And God does not control, he's not like trying to control us as robots. He provides avenues for us to see him, to meditate upon him. Psalm 1 verse 2 draws us into that place of meditation. Ecclesiastes 5, 7, For in the multitude of dreams and many words there's vanity but fear God. So this is when we're just sitting there and we're, we're kind of remembering, we're thinking about different things. So first of all, let me say this, the... The young gal who's just kind of dreaming about the movie star and maybe dreams that she's going to marry him. She's not going to marry it. It's it's the vanity. She's just sitting there. Um, the multitude of many words or thoughts. That's what she's capturing. Okay. Next is dreams that you cause to dream. Uh, these are false dreams. These come from desires in your own, own heart. Um, and so it's important for us to look at this. And again... Uh, I use the example again about the young lady who kind of wants to marry the rock star. But Jeremiah takes this one step further in John, Jeremiah 14, 14. That's why we, this is dreams that you caused to dream. And the Lord said to him, the prophets prophesy lies in my name, Jeremiah says in 14. I have not sent them, I have not commanded them, nor spoken to them. They prophesied to you false visions, divinations, worthless things, the deceit of your own heart. And in essence here, what he's saying is either they're lying or these are the desires of their own heart. These are things that they're making. They're watching the deceit of their heart. And what you can do is you might say, watching, why is he saying that? Well, let me, let me say this. Have you ever done, you know, daydream throughout the day? Have you ever done a lot of homework or missed a lot of homework or not been paying attention because you were daydreaming? You're like, oh, I'm sorry, I was just thinking and I totally wasn't paying attention to you. And you ever see someone just staring off and he's watching, he or she is watching that little movie clip in their in their mind's eye. And what they're doing is these are their thoughts. In the same way, while you're sleeping at night, you can look at that little movie screen of your thoughts. And then you people stand up and they say that they're their own dream or their dreams from God, but they're not. These are prophesying falsely. Um, I I don't want to get into the whole social media world and the people doing all these dreams, but there are dreams that people are just causing to dream. And people need to kind of understand, don't listen to these dreams. Now, um, next is really important distinguishing is a false dream, Deuteronomy chapter 13. This is a dream which may come true, but it turns away people from following Jesus. And you might say, why? Why would there be this deception? Well, listen, have you read the Bible of Revelation 13 and on, you know, what's going to happen with the kings of the earth? 
the Antichrist upon the earth and different things. And so it's very important that there is so much deception. In fact, Jesus said, the first thing is careful, you are not deceived. Uh, many are going to come saying there, I'm him, and this and that. And so the Lord wants us to stand against deception. Deuteronomy 13, there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder. And a sign or a wonder comes to pass which he spoke, saying, Let us run after other gods which we have not known, and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or the dreamer of dreams, for the Lord of God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul. So the Lord is involved in this, and he's testing their heart and stuff like that. And so just because it comes to pass, if the dreamer is turning you away from the Ten Commandments, if the dreamer is turning you away from the fruit of the Spirit, if he's turning you away from the deity of Jesus, the supremacy of the cross and the Bible, if the then run, resist the devil, flee from him. Okay, look at it. Next is soul. All prophecy or dreams must be according to Scripture and not our own personal will. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 20 says, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is for any private interpretation. And what I mean by this is a lot of times people have this aspect of their soul. They're just their mind, will, and emotions. They're just looking at it and they're staring at it and they're thinking, hmm. And if and and they prophesy from that. Do you ever wonder these people? You ever see these people? I've had people prophesy things, strange things to me. And usually it's all about building their kingdom or their what they're doing. And yay, the Lord is all about me. And, and they would never say that. They say, you know, they kind of get excited or flamboyant, but it's their soul. I just love these people. However, I'm not going to be run around all willy-nilly following after them. We must discern between what is from God and what's our soulish desires. And I, I give a whole a bunch of other scriptures there. And lastly, is it's a different combination of all the above. I've dreamed where God's trying to speak to me, but just like during the day when I add something to it, when I'm hearing the Lord, but I might be afraid. You know, and, and I add something like my own opinions and we do this same thing in the night, you know, um, and I'll, I'll give you an example. My wife was giving a prophecy to a man once and she said, uh, the Lord is just saying to me, NASCAR, and my wife doesn't like NASCAR. So she's saying, you know, obviously, you know, the Lord's trying to help you not, you know, be in NASCAR. Maybe you're vain or something like that she didn't she could have should have just and the guy said well stop 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 i understand nascar he's like i just did a real business deal with nascar and i'm wondering was that the lord was i supposed to do that and the answer was yes <laughs> and my wife should have just said nascar and that's it we do the same thing on our dreams god's trying to speak to us but we begin to add our thoughts opinions our desires our culture and different things um uh, there's plenty of, of other ways we can look at this. Uh, James chapter 3 really speaks into this, verse 16, um, for where there is envy and self-seeking, confusion and all sorts of evil things are there. And you really have to know the heart of a person. A lot of times people are called by the Lord, but they're not mature yet. Their character is not there. They may be 10, 20 years away from their character development. 
And the Lord's called them, but he hasn't brought them into the wilderness because they haven't said yes yet. So there's a lot of things we've got to learn to discern. Let me go through these different types of dreams. Dreams that are directly from God. Dreams from the enemy. Dreams that are vanity. Dreams that you cause to be dreamed. or false, And, and then I want to say false dreams. And then dreams from the soul. And then lastly is different combinations of all of the above. Okay. Um, next, we're going to get into dream patterns. This is kind of an exciting part, so let's get ready to jump right on in. <laughs> 